Amen. Uh, I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, it's a privilege once more this morning to come and speak with you. Amen. And then, uh, as we know, this morning the pastor is not here. I think he made an announcement on Wednesday that he'll be in. Uh, uh, I think he's been on. Uh, he's being invited by Pastor Tinashe Maher to come and minister for him. Amen. So as a result, I'll just stand just in the gap, amen. And then without wasting time, I just need us to just go straight to our Bibles and read the scriptures for this uh, morning, amen. Uh, we will start with uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. We'll read from verse uh, 13 uh, to 18. And then also we will read also... First uh, Corinthians also verse 51 to 54 and then all the last one will be Revelation chapter 3. Amen. Um, so we'll start with uh, we'll start from verse 13. Uh, and it reads this way, we've all found it. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, uh, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you, the word of the Lord, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with a voice of an archangel, and with a trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with this word. Amen. So as you see, this is a promise to, to the bride. Uh, this is a, one of the events that's going to happen right here in, in this age. Amen. In the Laodicean Church 8. Amen. So we'll read again 1 Corinthians uh, 15 verse 51 to 54. I see we're still paging through our Bibles. And then it reads this way. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last tramp, you see, even in Thessalonians, we talked about a trumpet. Even here, we are repeating the same theme of a trumpet. In the last tramp, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall rise, in, shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For the corruptible must, must put on an incorruption, and this mortal body must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, that is swallowed up in victory. Amen. Amen. Then we'll go to our last scripture. And then it will be Revelation 3 verse 21. Uh, I think all of us uh, know this scripture. And it says, um, 
To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in this throne. Uh, so you will realize that this is the message to the Laodicean church age. The reward that they will get when they overcome. But if you go through the first three chapters of uh, Revelation 2, you'll find that it's talking about the church of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Tychira, Sardis, Philadelphia. All of these church ages, the moment when it comes to the end of that church ages, those who overcome, all of them have a reward. But one thing that the prophet says is that with the seven church age, the rewards that all these other churches get from the first church age unto the seven church ages, it is also given up to the the people who, the, the, the bride that is there in the church ages. And I think if you know about the four horse riders, you'll know that during the, the, the seven churches, there are four horse riders. The red, white, uh, black, and the pale horse rider. Now, you find that in the last church ages, we don't have this. You only have one horse, the pale horse rider. Now, the pale horse rider, it is the combination of the color black, white, and red. So you will see that the, the, these four horse riders, which signifies the devil, when he comes to the seven age church ages, his power is multiplied three times. That is why you find that all the, 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 the rewards, everything that has been given to the other seven churches, it is also given to the seven church ages. So that whatever the devil, when the devil comes, God will also what? Raise the standard. Amen. Shall we just close our, uh, our, our eyes just for the blessing of the, of, the, of, the, of the reading of the word? Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, this morning I would like to invite you this morning, dear Heavenly Father, to come and speak to your children, Father. I just come here this morning as a vessel, Father, that you're going to come and use, Father. May you please, Father, have a disregard for me, Father, only regard your children, Father, so that whatever I'm going to speak, Father, may come and be life unto them, Father. It may come and benefit them, Father. So that this morning, Father, when they come, they will say you have spoken to them this morning, Father. We pray, Father, that you come and bless the reading of your word, Father. You come, Father, and be the one who's going to open up the mysteries of this word, Father. Because this word is your word. We are just coming here, Father, to just say a few words. But if there's one person who can interpret, the word tells us, Father, that you are our own, you are your own interpreter, Father. Nobody can come and interpret this word for you except it be you, Father. This way, this morning, Father, I invite your presence this morning, Father, to come and get hold of me, Father, to come and get hold of their children, Father. Circumcise my lips and circumcise the ears of the people who are in front of me, Father, so that when they come here, they will say, we have heard you speak. I pray, Father, believing in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We can have our seat. Amen. Uh, for, for the readers of the, of the, of the, of the word, uh, I think you'll realize where I'm heading to. And then I think you'll realize that the last time when we spoke, I promised that we'll speak about the rapture. So our topic this morning will be rapture, and then the subtitle will be the end of the Gentile dispensation. Now you will realize that the rapture is a future event that has been promised to the bride. It is one of those things, if you read in the spoken word, things that are to be. It is one of the events that has been promised uh, to the bride. Some of the things that the, the prophet has said is going to happen for, to the bride. Amen. It is one of those things that are to be. 
And according to, to the prophet, it occurs at the junction of time between the end of the Gentile dispensation and then also be the beginning of the, the, the tribulation period, which you can also say it is the beginning of the Jewish dispensation. Because now remember, God, the way he works, he does not deal with the Gentiles and the Jews at the same time. When God deals with the Gentiles, you'll find that the, 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 the Jews are, 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 are offside. When he deals with the Jews, you'll find that the, the, the Gentiles are offside. That is why you'll find that even in, in, the, in the, the Old Testament, he was there. That is why he was dealing with the Jews. That is why we call it the, 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 the Old Testament, the Jews. That was part of the Jewish dispensation up until the death of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, and then after then, from Pentecost until the rapture, that is what we call the Gentile dispensation. Yes. Then, when the rapture comes, at the, that junction, that is when we'll have what we call the Jewish dispensation, which will span off for three and a half years. That is when we'll have the two witnesses, Moses and Elijah, coming to minister. The, the prophet says it, the same message that you are listening today. Those two witnesses will come and minister those same message to those Jews that will be there in Palestine. Amen. And then it will be three and a half years. The reason is three and a half years is remember, according to 70 weeks of Daniel, one week was determined for, for the Jews whereby Christ was going to come and minister to them. That week was equal, equivalent to seven years. But if you are the readers of the word will realize that that seven years was never completed. Before it was completed, the ministry of Jesus Christ was cut off. He was crucified and had to die and had to go back to, to heaven to, in glory. Amen. But now, that means there was still another three and a half years that was still left. Whereby the Jews were still having to, were, were still had to have the message of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the message of the Lord Jesus Christ will be brought by these two witnesses, Moses and Elijah. As we go along with our message, you will realize why. Amen. And how they will do it. Amen. Now, you will realize that this rapture is the catching away of the bride. And it is the catching away of the word bride. It is catching away of the called out. It is the catching away of the elect lady. Amen. And it is time when there is a changing of dispensation. It's like we've already, we've, we've already told you the change of dispensation from the Gentile to the Jewish dispensation for that three and a half years. Now, you should always be in, uh, you should always know the timeline of God. You understand that we have the Gentile dispensation, we have the three and a half years, which is the tribulation period, <laughs> then we have the battle of Armageddon. Then after the battle of Armageddon, then we have the millennium reign. Then after that, we have the, another battle, Gog and Magog. Then we have the white throne judgment. Now, those are the future events that, is, that has been promised to the bride. Not that you will partake in them, but for you to have knowledge. Because remember, the bride will not have any part in the tribulation period. No. <laughs> By the time the tribulation period set in, the bride will be taken all away. Then those ones, that is why we talk about what? The ten visions. The foolish and the, and, and the, and the, the wise vision. The foolish visions having, amen? Uh, the foolish visions having 
having, having no oil while the white vision has oil. And we will even explain what oil symbolizes, that it symbolizes what? The Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, we've already told you that uh, the, 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 it, will, it, is the, it is the ending, it is the, it is the ending of the Gentile dispensation, that is that the rapture, it signifies the end of the Gentile dispensation and the beginning of the Jewish dispensation. Amen. And then uh, in the spoken word rapture, paragraph 17, Brother Branham says, we are changing dispensation. He signifies what's going to happen when the rapture takes place. And he says, we are at a corner. Now, if you are at a corner, it means that you are close, very, very close to it. Amen. And then uh, in the spoken word junction of time, he says, in paragraph 12, he says, always in the days gone by, the dispensation has always come to an end. And when it comes to an end, we hit a junction. Now, this time, the junction will be what? The rapture. Amen. Amen. And uh, you remember, you, I think you know what a junction means. A junction means a point where two things meet. That is a junction. Amen. Now, we, you will realize that there are many junctions in this grand old highway that we are traveling to when we travel to, to glory. Rapture is one of those junctions. And if we are to use God's mathematics, remember, God labored for how many days? Six days. And when did he rest? On the seventh day. And then even the world, if you realize the church, seven churches are going to go through labor for the 6,000 years. The 7,000 the, the seven year. That means the 7,000 year, that will be the millennium reign. Now, if you realize that, you realize that we are uh, living on borrowed time. You will realize that we are very, very close. Because now if you realize, if you do a mathematics, we are in 2020. And remember, when they asked Brother Bram to predict when rapture is going to say, say, now remember now, we say predict. If he predicts, it was, it was him looking at future events, looking at how things were going to unfold. It was not a prophet. He said, looking at the way, the, the state of the, the way the world was, he predicted that the rapture was going to go in 1977. Some of us were not even here in 1977. Now you will realize that 1977 is far gone. So what is happening? It shows we are living on borrowed time. At the twinkling of an eye, in a moment of time, the bride might be caught away. Now the only thing you have to do is that you have to make sure you are part and parcel of that rapture. Because if not, those who are left behind only thing that is left for them is what gnashing of teeth, travailing, because that, that time, my friend, is the kind of a time you wouldn't want to be there, found in. That time, when it happens, it will be tough. You have to use your own blood for your own salvation. Now, the blood is still there for you if you want to be saved, for you to be able to, to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. But when that time passes, there is no more mess. There will be no more grace. The only thing that you can do will be to refuse the mark of the beast. And then that, by doing that, you'll have to be killed. And when you are killed, that is when you'll be purged, purified, so that you will be the one of the saints that will be there 
that will have the, a part in the second resurrection and face the white throne judgment. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, what, will, what we, are, we, we, we will realize that we will realize that we are living near the appearing of the second time of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. That means we are at a near appearing of the second coming of Jesus. Now, you will realize uh, that there is a difference between appearing and coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. An appearing is an instantaneous thing. That is why you you will find that now, as we speak, we are in the second, uh, we are in the dispensation of the Son of God. That means the dispensation where the ministry is is the Holy Holy Ghost. And uh, this is when the ultimate part of this ministry will be to catch away the bride. Now, it will be from Pentecost to rapture. Now, if you realize what, that is why I say uh, the coming. Now, you'll see that the coming is from what? It is from Pentecost, that day of Pentecost, unto the day, the, the day of rapture. But the appearing, it will be when Jesus Christ appears during the day of rapture. When he shall appear. That's what the word says. When he shall appear. How are we going to be? We're going to be like him. Because he's going to come in his corporal glorified body. At the moment, it is the Holy Spirit that is, having con- taking, that is here with us. Uh, leading us. Guiding us. But now, when he comes during rapture, it will be him in his corporal glorified body, whereby even our bodies will have, to, those who are alive will not hinder those that are dead. Those that are dead, the dead will do what? They will rise first. Get a body, glorified body, go into the air, and we who are alive will come and meet the Lord in the sky. That's what the Bible says. You understand? Now, that is the difference between what? The appearing and the coming. Now we have three uh, comings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Firstly, he comes as the son of man. That is when he's from, that is the, the time period from Bethlehem to Golgotha. Then uh, that, is, that is when he has to hang on the cross to redeem his bride. And that one we call it the prophetic ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we have the one that we spoke about, the, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is where he comes as the son of God where he has to catch away the bride. Now that ministry will, as we said, it will be from Pentecost to rapture. And then it will be the Holy Ghost ministry. Amen. And then the last one is the one that we spoke for in the millennium when he comes during the white throne judgment. That will be the kingship ministry where he comes as what? As the son of Amen. Uh, readers of the Bible. Where he comes as the son of David. Amen. To reign with his bride. Now that will be the period from Amagodon to Millennium reign. Hallelujah. Now you you, you are clear now the comings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now the things, these things that we are speaking about. Rapture, uh, tribulation period, battle of Armageddon, Millennium reign, Gog and Magog, the new Jerusalem. These are part and parcel of the inheritance of the bride. Now, these are the things that are to be. These are the type of things that when, Jesus, when Israel went into the promised land, entered the promised land, they say that they had to 
have an, an inheritance. Their inheritance was where? In the promised land. They had to have their inheritance in the promised land. Now, these were part and parcel to us as believers, us part and parcel of those inheritances that the Israelite inheritance in the land of, in the promised land. Now, for you to inherit these things, it can only happen if you are an adopted son. That means you have the Holy Ghost as your tutor, tutoring you, teaching you, leading you to the place where you can come and claim this right. Amen. And that, for you to be able to claim these things, you will have to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Now, you have to be like Joshua and Caleb. Who, when the other ten spies, when they came there, and then they say, the, 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 the Anakites that are there, they are so big for us. They are giants. There's nothing that we can do. We cannot defeat them. They, the Abraham says, Joshua and Caleb, they had another spirit. These other ten spies had a spirit of fear. Caleb and Joshua had a spirit of victory. They had a gallant spirit. Now for you to be able to lay possession to these things, you have to have another spirit. A gallant spirit. Not that of fear. You have to be like David, who when the Israelites were trembling in front of Goliath, he says, why is this uncircumcised Philistines, why is he disrespecting the church of God? You have to be like the J- J- David of old. You have to be like Caleb and Joshua for you to be able to possess your inheritance. Amen. For you to be able to go into rapture, it is not a person who is fearful. Remember, you have faith. If you don't have faith, you have doubt. If you have doubt, there is no part for you in, in, in the rapture. No, sir. There is no part for you there. It is only the people who inside of them, in the inside man, they have what? Faith. That is why they say here, faith is our victory. Those are the people who will be victorious at the, in the end time. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, that is why I like the way Pastor Godima puts it. He says, when Joshua and Caleb and then the Israelites went into the, 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 the promised land, it was not like they went there in walking in Benjamin Street or Manasseh Street and they went into a house and they found the Jebusites, the Amalekites, the Jebusites and said, Chiepat. People who are... I like the way peace is like, please make way because the people who are being given the promise of the place has arrived. He says, no, that will not arrive. No, you are not going to go there and say, Chiepat. We the owners of the place have arrived. No, you have to fight. Because the moment you say, the owners of the place have arrived, the Jebusite will say, oh, but we've long been here. Who are you? Why do you think this place of us? Our fathers, Ishmael, has been here, living here. Remember, the Amalekites were the, the tribe that uh, went long, uh, had uh, an, a relationship with his children. That is the tribe that sprang out. Now they have been there in the, in the Pal- land of Palestine. Now they were not just going to hear part for you, give you away, and let you possess their place. No, say, you had to go there and fight. You had to go there, kick them out, 
possess that land. Amen. That is why even now, this life is a battle. Each and every time you come here, you go out, you battle. Now, you battle yourself. You battle the devil outside. You have to start with yourself. That is why you are, the, 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 the prophet, when he speaks about you, he compares you to the lily of the, 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 the flower lily. We have a lot of the color lily, whatever. Why? Because that lily, when it is buried down underneath the mud, underneath the milky waters, the first thing that he has to do is to die. You understand? Now, that means it has to defeat itself. It has to die, defeat itself first before it can spring out. That is the first person that you have to defeat. Is you. The negative you. That is why the pastor last week told us that there was a person who was a Christian says there are two dogs in me. The black and the white dog. Now, he says, the only dog that's going to be victorious is which dog? The one that you feed the most. You understand? Now you have to defeat the black dog for the white dog to come and rise in you. You understand? You have to defeat the devil, you understand, so that the, the good you must come out. Hallelujah. Amen. So now you have to do what? You have to fight. Amen. Now, ever I said, you have to fight to inherit distance. So you don't just go there and claim rapture. You have to fight to be part and parcel of this rapture. It is part of an estate, of your estate. I think most, most of you might have gone through the process of making a will or setting up an estate. Now, you will realize that if you set an estate with a lawyer, you have to constantly review it. Even you, being this thing being part and parcel of your your inheritance, you have to constantly remind yourself of them. Constantly. So that you know what your inheritance you are. You know as the people of today speaks. Remember we are in Laodicean Church age, the people's rights. You must know what your rights are. These are part and parcel of your rights. Not the rights that is spoken by the world. These rights. Amen. Amen. So you have to review it annually. And the same applies to all these other promises. The third pool, seven seal, seven changes, rapture, battle of Armageddon, you name it. You need to keep abreast of what is happening, abreast of these things. They need to be part and parcel of your vocab because time is at hand. Not long, the time will come when those few those chosen few will go. My friend, you would rather be part of them. Amen. Now, as I said, this is part and parcel of what the church, of what Christ has set up for, for us. Amen. So we must constantly remind ourselves of that. And then, uh, least we forget what, what is it that we have, least we forget our rights. And that's what the devil wants you to do. That is why the devil wants to put a veil over you so that you don't know this. This thing, so that these things, because you need, for you to go into the rapture, you need the rapture in faith. You cannot have rapture in faith if you don't have the seventh seal. You cannot have rapture in faith if you don't have the third pool. You understand? So you need these things for your journey. You need these things for rapture. Amen. 
And uh, these things are what separate us from what? From the denominations. These things are not found in the denominations. They know nothing of them. Amen. But you will see how important these things are. Hallelujah. They are the core of the message. Amen. And this is what makes this message unique, special, one of a kind, because there is a purpose to it. There is a way forward with it. We do not just turn around one place. No, we are moving forward all the time because there is always, it's like this message is like a moving waters. Remember, moving waters, a moving water constantly keep fresh. It is constantly, it, is, it does not stagnate. We, that is why we are not supposed to be those denominations that are in one place, speeches, preaching all the time, repentance, repent. Yes, repentance is good. But then what do you do after you repent? What is it that you feed on after you repent? That is why I told you that whatever had been given to the seven church ages, you inherit those. You are not, because the word teaches us you have, you have been fed on what? On hidden man. Remember, one of the church ages there, one of the areas is that, what was that? They're going to be feeding on the hidden man. That is what you're feeding on now. You understand? Because you, as the last church age, each and every reward, each and every promise that those seven church ages had, you're going to inherit it. It will be part and parcel of your journey, of your, the food or part, of, part and parcel of what you're going to take on your journey. Amen. I don't know what they call it. If you're going to go on a journey, if you're going to have a food, what do we call it? Yeah? Yes, but in English. <laughs> it's going to be part and parcel of what is going to sustain you in that journey. You understand? These things. So you need to constantly know them. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, this message is great, folks. Uh, I think uh, you will agree with me that this message is not just a movement or a belief, but for us, it's a way of life. We can't imagine life without it. Without it, our life will be We'll have no meaning. Our life will have no purpose. Uh, you, you, will, you wouldn't have any meaning of what you, you are. You, wouldn't, you would be living just from day to day. But when we have this, you are looking forward to something. As we speak now, we are looking forward to the rapture. As we speak now, we are fighting for that rapture. As we speak now, our journey, our highway of life heads towards that rapture. That is our ultimate goal. Amen. So that when the time comes to be with him, to be able to enjoy, now as we speak, you might be going through trials and tribulation. You might be going through hardship. But there is a reward for you. What did you say? To him who overcome, I will give him to sit on the throne as much as I am set with my father in his throne. That is your reward. Hallelujah. Now, this rapture is what the prophet says. It is the miraculous vindicating the omnipotence of God. Amen. He says it always takes the miraculous to speak of the omnipotence. This rapture is that thing. It is that thing that will show you how omnipotent your Lord is. It is a miraculous event. Imagine there will be the resurrection of the dead. There will be changing of our mortal bodies to immortality. Yes. There will be the corruptible will put on incorruptible. 
There will be glorification over what? Over our mortal body. Supernatural act. A miracle. So this is what is a miraculous this is what is a miraculous event vindicating what? The omnipotence of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And now we will find out this rapture, it is a universal event. Yes. It will happen in America. It will happen in Europe. It will happen in, in Africa. It will happen in South Africa. It will happen in Amalekhing. It will take place in Lighthouse Tabernacle. Amen. So you better prepare for you. For it. Amen. And it will take place before the coming of the terrible day. The day of tribulation. Amen. Now, how does it happen? That's one question you have to ask yourself. How does it happen? We've told you that it's a universal event. Now, how does it take place? We'll read uh, COD and the prophet will narrate to us how it happens. Amen. Uh, we'll read uh, COD page 933, uh, question 240. Now they ask the prophet, will the bride be gathered together in one place at rapture? And will it be in the West? You see now, <laughs> that's the problem now. Will it be in the West? What about the East? What about the South? What about the North? Now let the prophet answer for himself. Amen. Amen. Now he says, no, it don't have to be there in the West. Yeah, the bride will be gathered together in one place. That is true. But not until the resurrection. Remember, during the resurrection, the dead shall rise first. And the, 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 the living shall be caught up together to them in the sky. Now that is the one place in the sky where the rapture is going to go there. But the resurrection, where the, 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 uh, those who are alive will be coming from, it will not be one place. That is true, but not until the resurrection, for which we shall alive and remain in the coming of the Lord. Ephesians uh, uh, second, first Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, I believe it is. We which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or hinder those who are asleep. Now he says, universal. For the trumpet of God shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise. And we shall be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air. Therefore, the bride will all be together when it goes to meet the Lord in the air. You get it now. See, it will be together. But I, it don't necessarily mean that we'll have to be sitting in one place like this. Because the bride, the bride is sleeping in the dust of the earth around the world. From the Arctic to the tropics, you see, as I said. From the east to the west. From the north to the south. Jesus said, when the son of, the, of man shall appear... It will be like the light that shines from where? From the east and to the west. The whole thing, there will be a resurrection, a rapture, and away it will go. And before it ever goes to meet him, watch the wisdom of the Lord. Let's say, for instance, in talking this, I'm saying these true thoughts of grace and faith in the word. That I say, we, I'm throwing myself in with you. You must throw yourself in as well. Yes. 
When we say we, you shouldn't say them. You should say we, me included as well. Hallelujah. I believe, by faith I believe in his grace that we will be among those that will be caught up. I say it to you now. By faith I believe we, we will be among those who will still remain. The resurrection will set <coughs> in first the resurrection of those who are asleep. There will be awakening time. And those who are asleep in the dust, no, you see, in the dust, but not those who are asleep in sin. Amen? Because they sleep right through. They miss the first resurrection. Their part will be what? The second resurrection. When they will do what? Face the white throne judgment. Amen. Amen. They don't wake up for another thousand years. But those who are sleeping in the dust will be awakened first. The, this corruptible body will put on incorruption in the rapturing grace of the Lord. And we'll all get together. And when they begin to get together, then we which are alive and remain shall be changed. These mortal bodies will not see dead. Just of a sudden, there'll be like a sweep go over us. Then what? You are changed. You are turned back like Abraham was. From an old man to a young man, and Sarah from the old woman to a young woman. Now, let me just explain this a bit. Remember there was a time when um, Abraham, uh, the Lord visited Abraham. And then uh, when he came, there were three messengers that came. But when Abraham met them, he says, my Lord. Yes, sir. Now two of those ones went to meet Lord. When Lord met them, he says, my Lord. This Abraham, because he had a revelation, you could see that even though there was three, actually there is only one that is his Lord. Now, those three, when they went to, to, to Sodom and Gomorrah, the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, remained with Abraham. Remained. That is why he says, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Yes, that was that day. When he, he spoke to him, when he says, my Lord, he came, he said, during the time of life, I shall return to you. And you and Sarah shall have a son. Now, we're talking about people who are 90, 80 years old. I think Sarah was, Abraham was 75. I'm not sure about the days. But they were very old. They were, the Bible says they were well stricken in age. There was no way that they were going to have a, to have a child. But when the Lord came and appeared to them, they were bodies were changed. They were changed from old people to new young people. <laughs> that is what the Bible is speaking about here. So that they will be able to have a son, the son of promise. That is what the bride has. That is why the bride says the bride is impregnated with a son, which is what? The word of God. Hallelujah. Now, when they came here, you will realize one thing. When those two messengers went to see Lord, Abraham was feasting. A sign of what? Of a rapture. While Lord was running around, fleeing, jackets flying through the air, out of Sodom and Gomorrah, Lord was, uh, Abraham was resting. He was saving supper with the Lord. 
does this signify the wedding, the wedding supper that you and I will have during the rapture the rapture time? Hallelujah. Now, when that happened, their bodies are changed. That is why the Abraham says here, you attend back like Abraham was from an old man to a young man, from an old man to a what what is this sudden change? And after a while you are traveling like then after you your body is changed, it says you are traveling like a thought. That is why the, the pastor, when he taught us, he says, when we are there, when we are going, you, you just have to think of a place and you will be there. Because you will be traveling in the, in the speed of a thought. Hallelujah. You can see those then who are already resurrected. That means when your bodies change here, you meet them in the air. Suddenly, all of those ones that you've missed, you will be able to see them in the air. Those who have gone before us, we will meet them there in the air. Hallelujah. And then we will be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air. He says it's not necessary. If your uncle is buried down in southern Kentucky, if he has to be brought up in Indiana or be buried in Indiana, has to be taken to southern Kentucky, no matter where he is, them that are dead in the sea shall rise from the sea. Those who are destroyed in the arena, eaten up by the lions. Remember the, the days of Matthiadon. Yes. Those who were eaten by the, the, the lions. Those who were thrown into the fiery furnaces. Not even the bone left of them. Remember. That is why, if you remember now, when God will come to cleanse this world, he will use fire. The reason why being, during the floods, during the time of Noah, when there was a flood, People died. But remember, Noah sent, uh, I think he sent a dove. He couldn't find a place. Then he sent, I think, a vulture. It was just sitting there feasting on the corpses of those people there. It never returned back. But with fire, there won't be any corpse remains. It will consume. Fire consumes. There will not be even any bone left. There will just be ashes. Hallelujah. Now, even those ones who were bent in the fiery furnaces, when the rapture calls, they will have a body. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord will create for them a body. Amen. Amen. They shall still rise. Whether they were in Rome or the arena at Rome or whether they were in the tropic jungles of the south or in the frozen regions of the north, they will rise from the dead and be changed. And be brought up. The living shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. And be caught up together. Look at the missionaries that died there in the fields of Africa. Look at them that died up yonder in the frozen region of the north. Look at them that died in the arena all over the, the world. In the Congo. Hallelujah. Africa is also included. In the Congo. In South Africa. In Emalachen. All of us are included. Those who died there. All around across the world, they have died everywhere. China, Japan, around. And the coming of the Lord will be universal. This rapture will. Watch the changing. Oh, hallelujah. He says there will be two in a bed. I'll take one, leave one. The same moment there will be two in a field. I'll take one and I'll leave one. One on the dark side of the earth, the other one on the light side of the earth it will be a universal event. It will be a universal rapture. Hallelujah. Yes, the church will all be together. But 
after, after the resurrection and the rapture has set in. Oh, hallelujah. Now you see how it's going to happen. That is how it's going to happen. It will be an universal effect. Your body will be changed. Those who are dead will put on a new, will put on a, a glorified body and will all meet the Lord in the air. Hallelujah. And then from there, we'll go to glory so that we'll have a supper with him there in glory. Amen. Now, there are events after a rapture. Even there are events before the rapture that will take place. Now, after the, the tribulation, now, the, the, the you also you know, the gentle dispensation will be finished. But those Gentiles who did not form part of the Gentile bride, that is, that, that is, the, that it will be that church that will go what? Go to tribulation. But the, the, the bride will go away, he will go to rapture. Because why? The, remember, you, as the bride, you are the body of Christ. When Christ hanged up there in the cross, when his body was rented, when his body was smitten, when his body was stricken, you were there with him. The Bible teaches us that when they pierced him, when water blood came out, that is when you were born. A new creature. A new creature without sin in front of God. That is when it happened. That is when the church was born. Now, when he was there hanging in the cross between the, earth, the, the, the heaven and the earth, he was there sitting there as an atonement for your sin. So that is why you do not have to go to rapture. You do not have to go have a part in the second death. Amen. You will not have part. You, you will have that second death that the people experience after the, 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 the white throne judgment. You will not be part of it. You, your price has been paid. You are want, you are called out. You are forgiven. Not only are you forgiven, but you are what? Justified. Now, everything that you ever did, every small sin that you ever did, the, the, the prophet teaches that it is what? In the God's sea of forgetfulness. It is not, it is as if you never did it. Amen. You, if you become the bride of God, you are like a sinless creature. One that has never committed sin. That is what the bride of Christ is. He was without sin. He, every trial and tribulation that he went through, he, he conquered. He conquered it with what? With the word. He will come and say, when he was tempted, he says, when the, the, he came, the, 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 the devil came and tempted him, he will answer him and say, it is written. Each and every time, he will come and use what? The word. That is why you are part and parcel of that word. That victorious word, that is part of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, you'll find that the bride goes through Luther's justification, Wesley's sanctification, and then also Pentecostal's baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, the reason why you'll go through the rapture is because you are different. I think uh, the, the Wednesday, the pastor was preaching on, I think, uh, the, gene, the gene of God. I said, yes, I think I forgot the pastor. But that is what he was preaching about. And uh, that is what you have. You have the gene of God in you. Amen. You have the gem of God in you. That is why you can identify with this message. This message will call only those who were there in the beginning with him. It, to you, when you hear it, because you are there, you are part and parcel of those armies that Michael led when they defeated the evil one, when they defeated Satan, when they defeated Lucifer. You were there with Michael as part and part of 
that army. Now, when you come here, when you dropped here, it's just that I don't have time. I can't go through to explain how it happens. But we've preached about this many times. When it, you dropped here and you became, you were born in sin, you forgot that. Because it was, an, it was a long time ago. But when this message comes to you, it sounds familiar to you. Because it's not a new thing. It is part and parcel of something that you had had before. Amen. It is a familiar voice to you. Hallelujah. Amen. So now this uh, mess, this so you are also what God's at, uh, manifested attribute. Now um, uh, I'm just trying to get my place here. Now you'll find that during the tribulation period, the, the, the bride is not there. The bride is where is in glory. The only people who are gonna be there are the people who rejected the message of the hour. My brother and sister. <laughs> the denominational the denominations will not be part and parcel of this rapture. Because for you to be part and parcel of this rapture, the brethren teach the, 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 even the word, even Second Thessalonians says. There will be a voice. There will be a shout. There will be a trumpet. There must be a voice to lead you. Now, if you are in the denomination, what voice led you? What voice teaches you this thing? If it's not the voice of the seven angel messenger, that is the only voice that you need to be part and parcel of disruption. Hallelujah. Now, the bride of Christ will not be part and parcel of the tribulation period. Now, what's going to happen is that then when Jesus returned back to earth to make himself known to... That means what's going to happen is that during the tribulation period, uh, there will will be two messengers sent into the Jews who will come and preach the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ will be, in a way, returning to preach in the form of those two messengers to the Jews. Preaches the same message that we've just received. Amen. Now, the, 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 the prophet teaches that this is a type of Joseph when he met his brethren. Remember, when Joseph met his brethren, when they came in, he was veiled. They didn't know who he was. He hid himself from them. But when he revealed himself to them, his wife, who was a gentle bride, was not there. It, it, he has gone to what? To the wedding chamber. She has moved, typing the, 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 the bride going into the wedding supper with the Lord. Going into the wedding chamber with the Lord. When that, so that when Joseph revealed himself to his brethren, it's only him and the Jews. You understand? That is why we, in the beginning we said the Jews and the Gentiles, they do not meet. So when he revealed himself, it was only who? It was only him and his brethren. The gentle bride was not there. Amen. Amen. Now, that's, that's when Jesus will come and make himself known to the, to the Jews, like we said, for three and a half years. Uh, as determined by Daniel 70th week. Amen. Remember, Jesus uh, was supposed to teach seven and a half years. I think we've, I've already explained that to you. Amen. Now, this whole purpose of preaching to the Jews will be fulfilled by those two witnesses. And then another example, amen, um, another example that we can take will be when the Lord Jesus Christ met the woman of Samaria at the well. 
Even you'll remember, when he met her, he sent the, 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 the disciples on an errand. So it was only Jesus and the gentle woman. You understand? The, 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 the Jews were not there. They had been sent outside for an errand. Amen. So you see how this thing works. Hallelujah. Now you'll find that during the tribulation period, the people who will be partakers of that tribulation period will be what? The foolish vision. Now, there's something that you should catch here. We have the wise and the foolish vision. But all of them, we say they are what? Visions. Now, the prophet will speak for himself what he means by foolish and wide vision. Wise visions, amen. Now, you'll remember, realize that the, the foolish visions go through the tribulation for their purification because they did not uh, accept, uh, they did not have oil which we said that it signifies the Holy Spirit. They had rejected Christ. Now I want to read you another quotation for, from our prophet where he explains how this purification process for the foolish vision, how does it take place? Amen. So we'll read also COD page 953. Amen. And then we'll read uh, paragraph 151. Now, see, then the gentle bride is in heaven. And the sleeping visions, those are the foolish visions. The gentle vision is not to be saved during that time. She's already been saved. Did you catch it now? She says she's not to be saved during that time. But she's already been saved. But has rejected has been rejected in the bride. And she only goes through the tribulation period for the time of purification because she rejected Christ. Now, what does prophet say when she has been saved, but she rejected Christ? Right. Amen. Amen. Now, remember now, when you are, you are saved, it's a process. You have justification, sanctification, and then you have what? A baptism of the Holy Ghost. You have to have baptism of the Holy Ghost to be part and parcel of what? Of the rapture. Now, this foolish vision has been saved, but she never received baptism of the Holy Ghost. That is why she's called what? A virgin. Because what? She, she, she had rejected what? Christ. Which what? Which is the anointing. Which is what? The anointing, which is the message that will be taking place during her time. You understand? But she will have now to be saved. She will undergo the purification process. She will undergo purging. She will use her own blood. Because she still regards herself as a Christian. That is why even when the mark of the beast is offered to her, she will reject it. She will say, I rather die than re receive this. That is why now, when she comes to the white throne judgment, she's wearing what? She's giving a white robe. A white linen. Hallelujah. That's what the prophet teaches us. Amen. Now she says, because she rejected the, the Christ, the word for her purification, then she has to suffer for her deeds. But the bride who has become the word, a complete atonement was made of Christ because he is the word. The body was rendered. And when that body was rendered, the bride was in that body because it's all the word. Amen, you see? Now, when Jesus suffers in the body, 
Of course, a man and a woman are one person. Eve was taken out of Adam. And God opened the side of Adam and took out there a helpmate. Now the bride. And God opened up the side of Jesus at Calvary and took out the bride. And when the bride, when Jesus died in Calvary, remember the bride was not taken from the body until the body was dead. Jesus has to die for us to be taken out. Hallelujah. Now, she goes, we've said that she goes through tribulation for her purification. And now there's something also in the same spoken, in the same COD that the prophet will want to read for you from paragraph 155 to 157. He says, please explain, because you said there will be just a small number in the rapture. That is a question that they asked the prophet. That is, that is this on earth that is going to be changed. Uh, Jesus said, Straight is the gate and narrow is the way, but few there'll be that will find it. And what about the people that believed? So this is the explanation of why, what happened with that bride, the foolish vision. He explains it here. What about the people that believe in the, the Lord now and, and not the way you preach? <laughs> you, get, you get it now. There is a prophet now bringing it. Now they believe the Lord Jesus Christ but now they don't believe the message that the Lord Jesus Christ has brought in their time. They don't have to believe it. That's what the prophet says. They don't have to believe the way I preach it. Don't have to believe that. For the last day message will be, they will be saved. Yes, if they believe the Lord, they will be saved. And if they disagree and say, I don't believe, <laughs> now this is his message. But if they disagree and say, I don't believe he's the way. I don't believe uh, this is right. I don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That shows where they are headed. For the tribulation. That they are headed what? to the tribulation period. Because what? They have rejected the message of their time. Amen. Remember, even the prophet teaches us that at our, in our time, the, we don't need the message of Noah. We can't come here and preach the message that Noah preached. We can't come and preach the message of Moses. No, we have to have our own message. That is why we say this message is what? It is the message of the hour. Of our time. The message of our hour. Hallelujah. Now he says, if you, that shows where they are headed for, the tribulation period. But those who accept the word in its fullest, you know, he says, not me preaching it, it could be the pastor preaching it. <laughs> it could be the pastor. But it has to be that message. It might not necessarily be the prophet at the time preaching it. There might be another person preaching the very same moment. It might not be me preaching it because it's the Bible that says so. You must receive the message that is in the Bible. You must receive the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now those who accept that is free because they, they, the world, the world, because they, the world has already been judged. Now, uh, how, now he goes to explain that how could a righteous judge judge a man twice? So we will just leave it there. But now you realize that you have to what accept the message of this hour for you to be have a part in that direction. Amen. Amen. Now you you will realize also that even after God had vindicated. As the, as the prophet has shown here, even after God has vindicated the, the, 
Brother Brandon's message with visions, with miracles, with vision that never failed. There were still people, even in his time, that did not believe the message. Because it shows where you were in the beginning. For you to believe this message, it has to resonate with who you were in the beginning. You understand? If you rejected it there, you will reject it now. That is why the, the word of God says, the filthy will stay filthy, and the righteous will remain righteous. Let the filthy be filthy still, and the righteous be righteous still. Hallelujah. Now, there were still those who did not believe his message. But remember, even in the time of the Lord Jesus Christ, there were Pharisees, there were Sadducees, those, even the miracles, the Lord himself walking on it, they still rejected the message. They still call him Beelzebub. When he made a, 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 a miracle, they say, ah, what spirit are you doing this with? Is it the spirit of Beelzebub? They will say it in their hands, but it being, him being a designer who will see right through what they are saying. Amen. Now, you will realize now that we are in the last age. Now, how do we prove this that we are in the last age? I know you believe that we are in the last age, but we have to prove it. To those people who don't know, we have to prove it. There must be a proof to show that we are living in the last age. Hallelujah. Now, if you, you look at uh, Enoch, the Bible teaches us in, uh, I think it's uh, Genesis 5, verse 24, that Enoch walked with God and he was no more. Because he was what? He was translated. Now, remember, rapture is to happen in our age. Now, Enoch was translated. That means he was raptured. Now, if you read and then you study the word, you'll realize that Enoch was the seven men from uh, Adam. The seven men from Adam. That means there were six people before him. This, this was a type of the seven church ages. There were six people before him who died as much as the people, the bride, in the church of Ephesus, the church of Smyrna, Pergamos, Theatira, Sardis, and Philadelphia, those six, as much as they have died, there were six people who had died before Enoch, the seventh man who was raptured. Hallelujah. The seven men from Adam. Now, the fact that in the genealogy of uh, Adam, Enoch is classified as the seven man, that exposes the serpent seed. Because now, if you read the, the genealogy in, uh, I think it's Genesis uh, chapter 5, you read it also in Luke chapter 3, verse 37 to 38. It shows you that from Adam to Enoch, there is no Cain. Instead, Seth is put there in his place. Now, if you have to count Enoch, that means Enoch will be, uh, if you have to count Cain, Enoch will be the eighth man. Now, if it's eight men, it doesn't go with the scriptures yet. Now, it shows one thing. That is why the, the, the Bible says, he was of the wicked one. He was who? Of the evil one. But you, the, the, the people say, but you, the, 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 if said, I have found a, a man from God, how does he explain that? It's because each and every life, whether good or evil, comes from who? From God. But it doesn't necessarily that it is of God. Because remember, when a serpent came into the Garden of Egypt, he injected himself into the human race. Whatever part that was not there. When, remember, when he came there, 
That is how I've been taught. That if you read um, Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, it is two different worlds. In Genesis 1, it says the, the, the world, uh, we can read it so that we will we'll see it. In, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Brother Branham says, if you read in the, in the, in the, in the seventh seal, he says, period. He created what? The heavens and the earth. Now you go to Genesis 2, it says, and the earth was without form. Now remember, brethren, whatever God creates all the time, it is what? It's, hallelujah. It is perfect. Whatever God creates all the time, it is perfect. But now you go to Genesis 2, it says, the earth was without form, void, darkness was in. What happened? Now the prophet teaches us it is because there was a battle. That is the time when Lucifer landed on earth. Because what? There was a battle. There was a battle that took place when he was defeated there in heaven. He was cast down here on earth. That is why the earth was what? Void without form. It was not the same earth that the Lord that the Lord created in Genesis 1. It was a different world in Genesis 2 because of one of the battle that took place. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when he landed there in Egypt, he had to get a vessel. He could not, remember, for, the, for a demon to work, he has to have a vessel. He has to have an object to work through. Now, the closest thing that he could possess, the closest thing that he can get through into was what? It was the serpent. The chimpanzees, the blood of the chimpanzees and the woman couldn't mix. But the blood of the serpent could mix. Now, the serpent, brethren, it is not a snake. <laughs> At that time, it was not a snake. That is why when it was cast, how can you cast something that is slithering on the ground and says, you will slither on the ground, is your curse? Is it a curse? If you are, you are, you are really crawling, and we say your curse is to crawl. Are we cursing you? No, that means there was, you were something else before you crawled. That is why this serpent was the closest creature that was to man. That is why he could meet the woman and then Cain could be produced. That is why the, the prophet said the woman was with twins. She, she met the, 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 the serpent first, then met Adam. They were twins. Now, to show you that this Cain was not the child of God, I, I want us to read, um, let me see, Luke, let's read John 3, verse 4, and then it will explain to us. There. Are, are, we, are, we, are we coming along? Amen. Amen. Uh, it is First John 3, verse 8. Uh, he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil, devil sinned from the beginning. You see now? For this purpose the Son of God was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God do not commit sin. For, the, for his seed remained in him. 
He cannot commit sins because he is born of God. In this, the children of God are manifested and the children of the devil. Whosoever is doeth not righteousness is not of God. Neither he that loveth not his brother. Who did not love his brother? That was Cain. He killed him. He did not love his brother. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was what? Of the wicked one. And slew his brother. You see now, God and evil, they don't mix. That is why you find that Adam was the son of God. Then there is that. Cain omitted to show that he was what? Of the evil one. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now let's go back to our message. Amen. Uh, I didn't know to plan to to do this. But now we can go back. Now Enoch was typing what? The seven church ages. That the seven church age, it is the seven church age that's going to be raptured because he was what? The seven men from God. I was just trying to explain to you. Now, now Enoch was not found because what? God took it. Now, he was raptured what? Without death. And that is what's going to happen to you. Some of you will not see death. Some of you will be raptured. Their bodies will be what? Change. Hallelujah. And then now you will realize that now my point is just to emphasize this seven angels message so that you will understand its significance. Now if you go and read uh, in Luke 17 verse 26 I, I don't think we have time. Wouldn't, some of these uh, scriptures will just skip. It says as it was in the day of Noah so shall it be in the days of the son of man when the son of man is revealed. Amen. Now, when he is revealed, he revealed himself. Now, that is when he's making a revelation of himself in this day, in our day. Now, you will realize that when Jesus visited Abraham and Sarah, he was speaking to Abraham. He was telling him about what's going to happen. That what's going to happen, they was going to have a son. And Abraham had, to, had just called Sarah to go and prepare some food. So she was behind the tent. Now she heard it. When she heard it in her heart, the Bible says in her heart, she laughed and she thought in her mind, how, how possible is it that me being so well stricken of age, I will be able to bear son? And the Lord with his back turned to her, to her said to Abraham, why is Sarah laughing? It was in her heart. Now Sarah said, no, I did not love. Because she knew she did not love. She thought about it. But the Lord said, you laughed. You did. What was it? It was the son of man revealing. Revealing the thoughts of Sarah. Even behind the tent. Now you'll find that even in this day. Brother Brenham, that has happened many times. That is why we say the gift of discernment is one in an age. He will be sitting in an audience with his back behind the the audience. And he will say, you, so and so, you have such and such a disease. And then this is what you have done. The the same thing that Jesus did there, he could do it. Amen. Because it shows you what? That we are living where? In the last day. We are living in the same time as almost the same occurrence. What happened? during Adam 
and that happened during Abraham and then Lord. This is the time we're living in. And then you'll realize that even Brother Branham, he was able to discern the secret of the heart and he could tell you what you've done wrong. Discerning. You will not be evil. There was a woman who came to him with the nervousness. Very nervous. And then he came to the prophet and said, Prophet, please, I have a problem with uh, anxiety. May you please pray for me. Then Brother Branham says, no, I will pray for you. But you need to go and confess to your husband. The reason you are nervous is because there's something that you're hiding from your husband. The woman never said it, but because the gift of discernment was in him, she could discern what was really bothering the woman. Now the woman says, please, please, prophet, don't tell my husband, please. And he says, no, no, let me tell you now. I can see your husband with another woman who's uh, blonde-haired you are black head. That means the same thing that your husband did, he also needs to confess to you. Hallelujah. That was one in an age. Now it shows that the son of man has revealed himself. Now we are really close. We are very close. We are living what? On borrowed time. Hallelujah. And then now you will realize that the world that we are living in is in Sodom condition. Perversion is on the rise. No moral decency. Homosexuality is on the rise. Just like what? In Sodom and Gomorrah. It is, it is, in fact, it is becoming uh, a norm, uh, fashionable. Uh, Same-sex marriages happening, LGTB rights being chanted about. I can tell you, if you talk about those rights, you are declared. To have as 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 declared now to have a, what we call hate speech, you need to accept it. Now, what does it show? It says, as it was in the day of Noah, so shall be when the Son of Man is revealed, when He comes, when Rapture comes. Say, this is the day we are living in. Hallelujah! Now you realize that what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, the three angels, one went to 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 to, to Abraham, as we said. The two went there to Lord to take, to take him out. Now, when they went there, they, it, it rained fire, brimstone. Lord came out with his coat, fleeing out, his family, his wife with him. But that was a type of what? That was the type of the bride that rejected Christ and was patched out. Now, during that time, his wife, because he had heart, was in Sodom and Gomorrah. They told, the, 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 the angel specifically made so told them, you should not look back. When you go out of here, you should just go. Don't look back. She looked back because her heart was there. That is why even today, there are some people who will never receive the message. It does not matter how many opportunities they get. They will reject it because their heart is not in this message. It is somewhere else. Now that woman turned Immediately what happened to her? She was turned into a pillar of fire. As it will happen during the day of Armageddon when people are destroyed. When fire comes, it destroys them. Amen. Now, when she did that, the, the, where was Adam? He was feasting there with the Lord. Having supper with the Lord. That typified what? The raptured bride. Hallelujah. Now, this woman refused her purification and she was destroyed. Hallelujah. 
Now, the, 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 the prophet also teaches us that the rapture will happen during the, the seventh watch. We know that there are seven watches, <clears throat> and then the seventh watch is the, is the one that we are in, which is the church of Laodicea. And then according to the, the prophet, who I believe, he says rapture will happen between, he says during the, the olden days, the night was divided into three watches. I think it was from 9 to 12, 12 to 3, and then 3 to 6. Now he says it will happen between the hour of 3 and 9, between the hour of 6 and 9 in the morning. That's what the prophet teaches us. Hallelujah. Now, as this happens, there are three things that should happen during the rapture. There should be a shout. We've already mentioned some of the things of the shout. Amen. Then there should be a voice and a trumpet. Now, the shout should be the message going forth to the bride, the living bread of life, bringing out the bride. That is the message. And then Amos says, he will, the Lord will not do anything until, unless he revealed this to his servant the prophet. Now that means even for you to be part and parcel of this, to know these things, there must be a prophet to reveal it to you. That is why Revelation 7, 10, 7 says, in the voice of the when in the days when the voice of the seven angels shall sound the mysteries of God shall be what finished hallelujah because there must be a shout there must be a messenger to reveal this thing to you amen hallelujah and then we know that the spirit of Elijah has to come five times and uh, the, the fourth time it was when it came to our prophet William Marion Branham the fifth time will be when it is Elijah comes to the, in, during the, the day of tribulation. And the first time it was Elijah, the second time it was Elisha, the third time it was John the, the Baptist. Amen. And then now, this Elijah must repeat himself, as I said, the first Elijah must repeat himself in the last time. When he, because remember, if God sent a messenger to the Gentile, that messenger must be a Gentile. If he sends the messenger to the Jews, he cannot send the same, the messenger, the Gentile messenger to the Jews. That is why the fifth spirit of Elijah will not be the, the William Marian Branham. It will be the first Elijah. That is why when you read Revelation 10, 11, 10 uh, verse 11 and 12, it says they will be able to have power over the rain. They will be able to give uh, curses as, just like uh, Moses did. They will be able to turn, stop the rain just like Elijah did. They will be able to turn the waters into blood just like Moses did. Those are the two witnesses. Amen. Amen. And now this message, the, edge, the reason why this message is here is to urge you to trim your lamp so that you might have oil in the lamp so that when the time comes, you are not like the foolish vision, but you are the wise vision who will be found ready, who will be found prepared with the oil, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, so that when the bride comes, he might not come and you are out searching like for the holy for the for the oil like those foolish visions. Hallelujah. And then this rapture will be what? Will be a revelation. That is why we say for you to draw this, you need rapturing faith. Because remember we the last message we explained to you that faith is a revelation. Now this rapture also will be a revelation. Because you will need rapturing faith to be part and parcel of this rapture. Amen. You will have to have rapturing faith and because this, this, 
the, the, this comes because this will come. This this will come to the selected fool. And the the word bright. Uh, and the reason why is because if you remember, you are a, a triune being. You have this, the, the the body, the spirit, and the soul. It is in the soul where that faith, the faith which is a revelation, must be, so that you, that rapturing faith must you must have that faith for you to have the rapturing faith that is needed for the rapture. Amen. Amen. Now you need to get yourself ready, and then uh, you you need to know. What is the duty of this messenger? Now, for us to read what Brother Branham's duty, what he says about himself when he speaks about this voice, I want us to go to the spoken word rapture, then we'll read paragraph 155 to 157. Amen. Amen. I'm just rushing. I see we've run out of time now. Uh, Because we still have a lot of things to... To, to cover, but if the time is up, we'll cover it next time. Amen. Uh, so we'll read paragraph 155. And here the, spe- the prophet will speak for himself and tells you what is the duty of this messenger in the end time, the time that you are living in. Hallelujah. Now he says we are right there, ready now. The only thing the church coming out has got to lay before the sun to ripen. The great combine will come by after a while. The wheat will be bent. I mean the stock will be bent, but the grain will be gathered into the garner. I think you people, and he goes and he says, you are not blind people. I think you are sensible people. <laughs> I think also you are not blind people. <laughs> I think you are sensible people. And if I stood here and saw those things for prejudice, I, I didn't do that. I did not stand here to say this message for prejudice. I say because it is life. You see now? Because I'm responsible to God for saying it. I must say it. And my message, all the time knowing back there under healing and so forth, that was to catch the people's attention. Knowing the message would come. And here it is. You see what he says now? And them seven seals opened. Those mysteries and showing those things as is what happened. That is what the message. They, those, those what? The opening of the seventh cell. Those mysteries and showing those things is what happened. I didn't know it, but there is men standing here now who are standing right with me. When you all heard me preach, the sermon says, what time is it? That morning, exactly where it said it would be, there stood seven angels standing in there from heaven. As they went up, and the wind wind taking them up, we we were standing watching as they went. Science took the picture, and it's all across the nation down in Mexico. But there he says, he says, all the time knowing back there, under healing and so forth, that was just to catch the people's attention. To catch the people's attention for what? For the main message of the hour. The revelation of the seventh seal. So you will see that without the seventh seal, you can't go into rapture. Because that is the main thing. Why did the voice in this age have to come to you? To reveal to you. To reveal the entire book. From Genesis to the Revelation. Because remember, the seventh seal is the entire book. That is what you need. That third pool, that is what you need for you to have what? Rapture in faith. Hallelujah. 
And uh, that is what has happened. Even Jesus Christ was doing the same thing. He will go there, catch the people's attention by healing, then he will lay it down. Give them the message of their hour. Some rejected it. It is only the 12 who, who accepted it and some few disciples. Most did. And the time of the Jews was closed. But the main message was that was for Jesus to come and preach his message, but catch the people's attention. Hallelujah. With what? With miracles. So the miracles is not the same thing. No, that's the main thing is this message. Especially the revelation of the seven seals. Hallelujah. Now we realize that this shout is this, that messenger getting the people ready. And now there will be a voice. Yes, because there will be what? A shout, a voice, and a trumpet. Now, Brother Bramty says it is the voice of the resurrection. It is the same voice that called the resurrection out. That is why when Jesus Christ died hanging down the cross, they say he cried, he, he said, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. And from there, he cried with a loud voice. And when he cried with a loud voice, there was a rapture that took place. The saints of old, Abraham, Daniel, Misha, you see, the people I'm, I'm mentioning are only overcomers because even for you to have a part in this message, you must overcome. There, will be, there was Shadrach, Meshach, Anabetuinko, Daniel, Isaiah, David, overcomers rose up. The reason they rose up is because during that time, the people, when they died, they used to go to paradise because they, were, or they needed someone who will come, a blood that will wipe their feet. Remember, when you sinned, they will come, you will get a cow, a sheep, a, a dove, a turtle for the remission of your, your sin. That was done almost yearly. But now, the, the brother Bram teaches that that blood was not sufficient to clear their, their, their sin. But when he hung on the cross, their sins were forgiven. And those saints, he, he go the, they, they rose up and they went with him in rapture, went from the paradise, went into the sixth dimension where they stayed. Hallelujah. Amen. And then from there, those, and it is this voice that's going to wake up even the sleeping vision in our time. From the, the, sleeping, the sleeping bride from that will, the sleeping bride from the first church ages up to the seventh. When that voice shall come, when that rapture happens, those, those bride will wake up and we who are alive will be to God together with them in the, in the sky. And then the third thing is what is the trumpet. The reason being the, pram, the trumpet shows a feast. That will be the wedding supper that's going to take, up in the, take place in the, in the air. Amen. And then now uh, you will realize that there are six ruptures that have taken place in the Bible. What, two, four has already taken place. Two still have to come. The, um, now, the way the Brother Abraham teaches it, he says three is a witness. Amen. Now, that is why he says in the mouth of three, uh, something must be established. That is why he says three, there are three, there's, there's, a, there's three in heaven, the Father and the Son, the three, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the three agree in one. Hallelujah. Because all the time, three is a one, is a witness. Now you know that three is a number signified perfection. That means if three things happen, it shows that that thing is complete. Now we've already spoken about the first rapture, that was Enoch, 
The second rapture was Elijah when he was taken by the whirlwinds. And the third rapture will be what Jesus was Jesus Christ when he, he hanged down the cross, cried with a loud voice, died. Now he says the death of Jesus Christ and his resurrection, it was a keystone that linked the Old and the New Testament. It was a keystone that released everything. So that when it happened, that is why even the saints, which is the fourth rapture, the saints that were killed there also rose from the dead. And they joined him when he rose in, went in the sky. And the reason why Jesus' uh, rapture was different is because he had to die first. He had to be in the tomb. He has to rise up. He has to be in the. He has to stay there forty days, ministering with, with the, to, the, to the disciples. Then after that, he was raptured. Hallelujah! That is why he says that was the keystone rapture. Amen. And the fourth uh, rapture is that one of the old, the saints of the old tabernacle. And the fifth one is what we are dealing with now. The one what we are talking about that's going to take place. In our lifetime, in our age, I may be wrong, it might not be in some of the lifetime, but it will take place in the Laodicean church age. It might be, it might happen tonight, it might happen tomorrow, you never know. But the only thing you need to know is that you need to be ready for it. Hallelujah. Now, there's a requirement that you need to have for you to be in the rapture. I think we will all agree that you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need to have rapture in faith. And you, you, you must have heaven in you. <laughs> that, is a, that, is a, that is another statement. Because the, the, the prophet teaches us you can't go to heaven unless you have heaven in you. The reason he says heaven is because you are a jewel being. I don't know if I have time, maybe if we can stretch it a bit for me to explain this. You are a jewel being. You are a natural person and there is a supernatural person in you. Now, if we go back to the Garden of Eden, when Adam before the fall, he, 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 he displayed that duality. That is why he, he also displayed the seventh seal. That is why God will come from an animal. Then anima, and then uh, Adam will come and do what? Name it. There will be a formation of an animal, silence in heaven, but Adam will say something here on earth. That's the seventh thing. Now, when he was there in the Garden of Eden, he could say to the wind, no, change direction. He could say to the Garden of Eden, I want the garden from here today. Now, that was another spirit. That was his duality. That, was, that shows you that he was in contact with the supernatural. That is why he could do supernatural acts. But when the fall came, he didn't have that power. That is why Adam, in the Garden of Eden, he could decide. You know, today I want to... Remember, when God created, he said, there was no man to till the ground. He could decide on that day that I'm going to go till the ground. But the next day he could say, no man, the ground till yourself. He had that duality with him. There was a supernatural on top of his natural. He could change things. Now, that shows you that it was heaven. And today, it's just I forgot the quotation. Even Brother Brenham displayed that. There was one time he was in India praying. He was in, praying for a girl. He was praying for this girl. Nothing happened. He says in the spoken word, I will get, next time I will get the quotation for you. He says he went. He moved from that place. Went up into heaven. Went into the throne. 
And then he went there and then he, he, he mediated for this girl in the throne of God. Then immediately he came back into his human body and then he prayed for that girl. That girl got healed. What was that? That was the duality displayed. So that to show you that you must have, this is how you could move from earth to heaven. Even you, as the child of God, you should be heaven to have that same heaven in you. You understand? Be able to call things that exist as if they exist in you. We call that thing faith. But Brother Abraham, as a prophet, he could do that. From here, praying for a child who could not be healed, go to the throne of God, confess for that child, profess for that child, plead for that child, come back, pray for that child. And the child be healed. Duality. That is what you say when you say you must have heaven in you. We see you, a human being, natural. But you must have the supernatural in you. Then you can be part and part and parcel of that rapture. Hallelujah. Now to close off, amen. uh, I want you to realize one thing. That you are special. That is why this message has been preached to you. That is why these things are being said to you today. Because you are special and you are highly regarded. For me to make you give you an example, there was a time when Jesus was praying for a man that was dumb. Praying for this man, he prayed for him, the man could speak. Now there were people murmuring, saying, no, this man, the things that he does, he does it through the spirit of Belzebub. Then, being a designer, you know, he was a dual human being as well. He could go design their thought. He said, how can Satan be divided against himself? If he does that, his kingdom will not stand. Every kingdom divided against itself will be, will be, will, will, will be, will be brought down. Every house divided against itself will fall. Now, he said, what the things that I do, I do them uh, out, I cast this demon out with the finger of God. Yes. Now, remember now, a finger. If you are sick today, it just takes the finger of God to, 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 to cast your sickness away. If you are afflicted, it just takes the finger of God to, Dave, to, to cast this devil out of you. But, to show the love of God, when you are a lost sheep, he says when he goes out to look for you, he does not use a finger. He takes you, uses the, the most powerful part, strongest part of his body, puts you around his shoulder. You understand? Put you, use his arm muscles, his back muscles, his leg muscles to lift you up. Hallelujah. Because why? You are precious. You are special. God has to use all his power to save you. But when is the devil? Just a finger. But when is you, his entire being must carry you. Hallelujah. Now, that is why you are special. That is why these things have been said to you. That is why this message of the hour has come true for you this very time. Hallelujah. But now, do you see how little the devil is? A finger. Do you see how precious you are? His whole shoulders, back, entire body has to carry you. You understand? Now, this shows that God loves you. So that if you are a lost sheep, 
he has to leave the rest of the hundreds. Go there and look for that one lost sheep. That is you. Oh my God. He has to stand between the heaven and the earth, pleading for your salvation. He had to even die just for you. Because why? You are precious. Now, he wants you in that rapture. Because you are his purchased, preciously purchased possession. Hallelujah. Now, the reason is because you are special. And then you must never ever make somebody believe you, make you believe otherwise. He has to have, to, to, to die to purchase you. Hallelujah. Then because you are special, you are highly regarded. Amen. That is why when you overcame, you overcome. He says, you will come and sit on my throne. As I sit with the Father in his throne. We will go with me through the millennium. When I judge the world during the white throne judgment, you will be there judging the world with me. That is why the world of say, don't you know that the saints shall judge the world? It will happen, folks, because you are what? You are special. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. You are his holy prized possession. Now, if you are his highly, highly prized possession, you must remember now, you are highly sought by the devil. That is why the devil will leave everything else for you. But do not give him that satisfaction, brother and sister, for him to put, pull one over you. Pull a wool over your eyes. You must remember, be able to look at his neck, jump over it and say, this is the devil. Yes, sir. You have that power. Wow. Hallelujah. You should not trip on his neck. Hallelujah. You must go there and possess your position in Christ. Yes. You are highly sought out. That is why then he will come in his corporal glorified body. Just for you. There are saints who have died. But you, you, there is a reward for you. To sit with his throne. That means he will rapture you. Go with you. Then you will sit there in his throne in you. Now you need to walk as such. You are highly sought. You are special. You are important. You must remember that always. Hallelujah. You are like that lily. Remember that lily. When it dies. It has to rate itself against above the mud, against the murky waters. It has to go there, shout, so that it will praise the Lord. But it has to overcome. You are the overcomer. That is what is needed there in the rapture. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, being, an over, being the leader of the veil, that is why people can come. A bee can come, settle on you, get nectar from you. You should be sweet. Hallelujah. Because there is should be some sweetness in you. Because you are not like the rest of them. You are a special people. Specially possessed of the Lord. Now, when this rapture comes, you shouldn't say, why me? You should ask, why not me? Hallelujah. When Brother Abraham says there should be three taken in the rapture, you should say, I will be one of those three. He can say there will be 500. Don't count yourself outside. Count yourself inside. Be part of that 500. Hallelujah. Whatever happens, if it's two in Africa, say I'm part of that too. I've already included myself. You can include yourself too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this rapture will be universal. It will be just for you. It is specially made for you. Everything. The reason why the prophet had to come, labor, preach, store the food. It is for you. Hallelujah. We can just stand up. God bless you. Amen.
Hallelujah. So do not forget that. That there is a price for you. There is a cross that the precious one had, laid, had died just for you. So that you will have all this inheritance that has been set out for you. Hallelujah. So you are one a special breed. A special group of people. The things that you hear, nobody else can hear outside. That is why when the rapture comes, it will be for you. The elected lady. It will be for you. His bride. His weight bride. His manifested attribute. Hallelujah. May we just sing a worshiping song, amen. I'm praising all the above You heights I'm gaining every day.
Hallelujah. Amen. So you should never uh, forget who you are, that you are the specially purchased of God. And then the the prophet says, when that voice came out, the main thing, it was there for, it was for you to keep on trimming your lamp, keeping yourself ready, having that oil with you all the time. Hallelujah. That all the time in your life, you should be ready for that rapture. That is why the prophet says, you must live your life as if God is coming tomorrow. Or if not now, but you should prepare for it as if it's coming in a thousand years. But always you must be ready. Hallelujah. So we'll sing just another worshiping song. And then we'll ask Brother Watt to come and just close the service in the word of prayer. And, uh, and thank the Lord for the, today's message. Amen. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord God, Father God, we thank you this afternoon, O God. Heavenly Father, there's so much, O God, Father, that you came and you shared with us this afternoon, O God, Father. Father, Lord, those, Father God, golden nuggets that that came our way this morning, O God, Father, we are grateful, O God. Heavenly Father, God, by this message today, O God, Father, Father God, you just lifted us up a, a, a bit, O oh God, onto higher ground this morning, O oh Lord, Father. 
Oh Lord, Father, it's true, oh God, when the enemy comes in like a flood, oh God, Father, you will raise the standard, oh God. Father, in this time that we find ourselves in, oh God, Father, this world, oh God, diminishing as it is, oh God, Father, there's still hope, oh God, and that hope we find in you, oh God. And this morning, oh God, Father, you just came, oh God, Father God, with the simple word, oh God, with the simple message, oh God, Father God, something that, that oh Lord, as, as believers, oh God, Father, we, we Father God, tend to, to, Father God, misplace it, oh God, Father God, but rapture, oh God, is ultimately what we are here for, oh God. Father, and you came and you reminded us, O oh God, Father, that the journey is almost done, O oh God. Father God, that just a little bit more, O oh God, Father. <clears throat> just that little bit of, of Father God just hanging on, O oh God, and we shall make it, O oh God. We say thank you, O oh Lord, Father. Father, we pray, O oh God. That you would, O oh Lord, Father, be with our precious brother, Mthlavi, O oh God, Father. Restore the virtue, O oh God, that has left him, O oh God. Father, Lord, that you may bless him and his family, O oh God. Father, we pray now, Lord, Father, for each and every one that was here this morning, O oh God, Father. This message, O oh God, Father. Father, may it be, O oh God, an afterthought, O oh God, Father. When they alone, Father God, in the, in the quiet of, of Father God, their room tonight, O oh God, Father. Father God, may there be something, O oh God, Father, that tingles their, their mind, O oh God. Father, because, O oh God, Father, you did not say it for nothing, O oh God. Father, there's a reason why you came, O oh God, and shared this message with us today, O oh God. We say thank you now, Lord, Father. Be with us now, Lord. Father, as we go, O oh God, Father, prepare us for this week, O oh God, and strengthen us, O oh God. Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll just ask Brother Cuny to come here and just sing a few songs as he dismisses us. Amen. I think as you can see, time is already late. Amen. And may the good Lord bless you. And may he be with you throughout the whole week. And be God there, go there and be victorious. Because remember, when he hung there on the cross, it was victory day. And that victory day was for you. Hallelujah. May the good Lord bless you. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 let's Hallelujah, 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 Oh, no more telling me.
Oh, uh-huh. 